0: Section sixteen of The Diary of a Country Parson by James Woodford, read by John Greenman, with Latin by Kazbeck. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Seventeen seventy four, January fourteenth. I breakfasted and slept again at New College. At ten o'clock this morning went up into the senior common room, where the warden and all the fellows met, and we had given by the warden there some sack wine and some bread and butter. As he takes his doctor's degree to-day from the common room we went in procession a beadle going before to the convocation house it being the first day of term cook junior went also to the convocation house to take his master's degree i scribed for him there we all went in our proper hoods to the schools i took a walk with boyce this morning after having been up into the schools up the hill and for a shaving box of one Darcy up the hill paid one shilling. I dined in the checker, and the warden dined with us and treated the senior fellows with a very handsome dinner, and after dinner we all went into the senior common room, where the warden treated us with wine till near nine o'clock at night, and then he retired. The warden also treated us with a large dish of fruit after dinner in the master's common room. Had a new wig brought home this morning, which I put on before I went to dinner. It is a more fashionable one than my old ones are. A One curled wig with two curls of the sides. I like it, and it was liked by most people at dinner. I gave the barber's man Jonathan one shilling, at backgammon this evening with Milton only one gallon, and I lost to him, by bad luck, ten shillings sixpence. I supped in the checker and went to bed soon after. January 31st. I got up this morning at half-past six in order to go in the machine to bath the porter's man called me at six for which and carrying my portmanteau to the cross inn i gave him one shilling to frank payne's boy this morning gave sixpence i went to the cross inn at a little after seven and the machine was gone however i took a post-chaise immediately from the cross inn and overtook the machine at ensign about five miles from oxen and there got into it for the post-chaise paid four shillings gave the driver one shilling there was one passenger in it a gentleman of exeter college who stopped and breakfasted at whitney at the bridge and then i left the gentleman as he came there only to meet some company for my breakfast at whitney paid one shilling at whitney the machine took up a poor player a young man who is in a consumption and going to his friends at Bath. He looked dreadful bad. I dined at Burford by myself, paid there four shillings. At Burford paid the remaining part of the fare ten shillings sixpence. Dr. Bosworth of Oriel and a young lady came into the same room where I dined at Burford, soon after I dined, as they were going to London in the Strand water machine through Oxford i was not long with them at the inn at burford as our machine was just setting off at burford we took up a young farmer who was lame and going to try bath waters and the farmer's sister a young woman the farmer thinks his disorder to be rheumatic we got to serencister about five this afternoon where we supped and slept i supped in a room by myself and spent the evening february first i got up this morning at half past five got into the machine about six, and set off before breakfast for Bath. At Sirencester paid three shillings sixpence, gave the chambermaid and waiter one shilling sixpence. At Tedbury we breakfast, paid there one shilling. We got to Petty, France about eleven, where the machine stays two or three hours, and as I wanted to reach Ansford this evening, I took a post-chaise immediately at Petty, France, and set forth for Bath it snowed prodigiously all the way to bath gave the bath coachman at petty france one shilling for some rum and water at petty france threepence at petty france for a chaise to bath paid eleven shillings threepence gave a poor boy at petty france sixpence i got to bath about one o'clock there i took a fresh chaise for old down gave petty france driver one shilling sixpence besides a dram upon the road i got to old down between three and four this afternoon where i stayed about a quarter of an hour ate some cold roast beef drank a pint of ale and then got into a fresh chaise for ansford it snowed all the way very thick from bath to old down at bath for chaise paid ten shillings sixpence gave the bath driver besides a dram one shilling sixpence for a chaise at old down to ansford paid ten shillings sixpence Eating it, said her at Old Down, paid one shilling. I got to Ansford. I thank God, safe and well. This evening, about six o'clock, it snowed all the way from Old Down to Ansford, and the wind blowed very rough, and it was very cold indeed. Gave the Old Down driver a dram at Gannard's grave, and another at home, and gave him also one shilling sixpence. I found Mister ponsett and my sister Jane at home by themselves and i supped and slept at parsonage brother john supped and spent the evening with us all friends pretty well but poor dr clark who is worse than i left him his legs swell and he talks but very little and looks very ill indeed mr Poundsett supped and slept at parsonage march thirteenth i breakfast dined supped and slept again at parsonage sent over to cole this morning to inquire for mr guppy he returned from Bath yesterday and is but very indifferent. Brother Hyes dined, supped, etc., at parsonage. I did not go either to Ansford or Cary Church today. Sister Clark and Jenny, Mr. Pouncett, Mr. White, and Mrs. James Clark supped and spent the evening at parsonage. Brother John spent the latter part of the afternoon at parsonage. Brother Heise's son Sam supped, etc., at parsonage. Mr. Pounsett slept at Parsonage. I talked with him, pretty home, about matters being so long-doing, i.e., the marriage arranged between Mr. Pounceit and Sister Jane being so long-delayed. March 14th I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at Parsonage. Mr. Pounsett breakfasted at Parsonage and went home. Sister White spent part of the afternoon at Parsonage, Sister Jane and myself both very much in the dumps to-day. March 16th. I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at Parsonage. I took a ride this morning to Shepton Mallet, and went through Evercreech, and made a short visit to Mrs. Millard and her daughter Betsy, who were glad to see me. I wanted to see Jack's Flame, but could not. When I came to Shepton, I got off at Mr. White's, and there I spent most of my time with Mrs. White and my dear Betsy White. They wondered not to see me before. My boy went with me on Mr. Pounsett's mare. I made a short visit to Mrs. Wickham, Mrs. Figgs, etc., Miss Hole, etc., and returned by a quarter after three. Gave the hostler at the George at Shepton sixpence. Mr. White and Brother Hyse dined, etc., at Parsonage. Sister White dined at Parsonage about five o'clock. She had been on foot to the sale at Bruton and could not come back before the above time, much tired. Mr. Pounceit breakfasted at Parsonage, went home after, and returned in the evening, and supped and slept at the Parsonage. For a horse to-day, two shillings sixpence. March twenty-third. I breakfasted at Parsonage this morning, as did Mr. Pounceit, who after breakfast went home, and returned about twelve, to take his leave of me. I got up very early this morning, packed up my things, settled all accounts with my people, dined at twelve and at one set off in ansford inn chaise with a very heavy heart for oxford through bath i left with mr pounce at two guineas to be given to the poor of ansford as directed by me in writing i left with him only one guinea to be given to the poor of carrie as also directed by me in writing mr white called upon me this morning and took his leave robin coleman called upon me this morning on the same I gave my man, William, a good deal of my old clothes. I gave my maid, Betty Critch, an old prunella gown. Paid Elizabeth Critch this morning a year's wages. Paid her one year's interest of twenty pound, one pound. Paid her for her mother, ditto, one pound. Paid William for washing, one year, ten shillings sixpence. Paid Elizabeth Critch for housekeeping, to this day, two shillings ninepence paid will and boy and poor to this day three shillings sixpence. I gave each of my servants going away two shillings sixpence. I left all my house in tears, and I could not refrain myself from the same. Pray God bless them all. This day left of all housekeeping to Mr. Pouncet. We had some trout for dinner today, but my heart was so full that I could eat but little. I gave Mr. Owens, my barber, this morning five shillings. I called at Shepton, and took my leave of my dear Betsy. I got to Old Down about three this afternoon, and to Bath at five. I did not pay for the Ansford Ches, therefore am in debt to Perry for it, the sum of ten shillings sixpence. Gave Tom Smith, the Ansford driver, one shilling sixpence. For Old Down ches to the White Line at Bath paid ten shillings sixpence. For Wine at Old Down paid sixpence to the old down-driver gave ten shillings sixpence, to the turnpikes for Bath paid two shillings. I met Harry Rodbard this evening at the White Lion at Bath, and we supped and spent the evening together. There was a gentleman by name Pitcairn with Harry, a Wiltshire clergyman, but he did not sup with us. I called at Dr. Dunn's this evening at Bath. I saw Mrs. Dunn and one Miss Chambers, but I did not see Dr. Dunn. Mrs. Dunn very much expected my sister and Mr. Pounceit. She had got the bride's bed, etc., all ready for them. I called also on Mr. Creed's friend, Dr. Anderson, and wife. I went and called upon Dr. Ballard at the Bear Inn at Bath. My aunt Tom and her son Frank and Jenny Clark are all at my aunt's at Bath, but I did not call on them. I slept at the White Line at Brookman's next day he reaches oxford in the evening safe and well on april thirteenth he and his colleague cook are sworn in as pro proctors before the vice chancellor weber the senior proctor with berkeley nominating them as his pro proctors april twentieth i breakfast and slept again at new college master senior and bliss breakfast with me i went to chapel this morning at eleven o'clock it being term time and wednesday there should have been declamations to-day, but there was none. Cooth and Trotman should have declaimed, therefore I shall punish them. I took a long walk after prayers, and on my return went into the public schools, and set over some young gentlemen doing generals. Note, see pages 158-162, to 162 for an account of the university system in the 18th century. At two o'clock, went with Webber to Christchurch to the Senior Proctor's, Mr. Berkeley's, and there we dined and spent the afternoon. And at eight came away. Mr. Bowerbank, Mr. Shackelford, Mr. Mines, Mr. Rigby, Mr. Selstone, Mr. Morse, and Mr. Rawbone dined etc. with us there. Mr. Nichols was ill and could not come, and Mr. Cook not in town. We had a very elegant dinner. The first course was part of a large cod, a chine of mutton, some soup, a chicken pie, puddings and roots, etc. Second course, pigeons and asparagus, a fillet of veal with mushrooms and high sauce with it, roasted sweetbreads, hot lobster, apricot tart, and in the middle a pyramid of syllabubs and jellies. We had a dessert of fruit after dinner, and Madeira, white port and red to drink as wine, we were all very cheerful and merry i supped and spent the evening in the checker n b we had at dinner to-day some green cucumbers the first i have seen this year april twenty first i breakfasted and slept again at new college for a new pair of gloves the other day paid two shillings i went with holmes to-day to the freemasons lodge held this day at the new inn was there admitted a member of the same and dined and spent the afternoon with them the form and ceremony on the occasion I must beg leave to omit putting down. Paid on admission for fees, etc., three pounds, five shillings. It is a very honorable as well as charitable institution, and much more than I could conceive it was. Am very glad on being a member of it. I supped and spent the evening in the checker. Mr. Stinton, one of our lodge, supped, etc., with Holmes in the checker. He is a very worthy man at eleven this night was called out of the checker by weber to go with him and quell a riot in george lane but when we came it was quiet however we went to the swan in george lane and unfortunately met with a gownsman above stairs carousing with some low-life people we conducted him to his college he belongs to university college is a scholar there and his name is hawkins he was terribly frightened, and cried almost all the way to his college, and was upon his knees very often in the street, and bare-headed all the way. He is to appear again to-morrow before Webber. We return to New College by twelve o'clock. There is no further note as to this unfortunate young man's fate at the hands of Webber. It is a pity he did not appear before the kindly diarist. We should then have known his punishment, which would not have been a harsh one. May twelfth, I breakfasted and slept again at New College. Lent Bliss this morning. Eight of my MSS sermons. Holmes and myself went to Exeter College about two o'clock and dined with Mr. Stinton, a senior fellow of Exeter College. We dined in the public hall at Exeter College at the high table. The rector, Dr. Bray, etc., dined with us. We had but an indifferent dinner and served up slovingly nothing near so neat or genteel as at new college we spent the afternoon in their senior calm room and the rector did the same and smoked a pipe with us we came away before five o'clock i went to prayers this evening at five o'clock i supped and spent the evening in the checker whilst i was at supper i was sent for to quell a riot in Hollinwell. i left my supper and went with holmes and oakley into Hollinwell, but it was pretty quiet however i met with two gentlemen going into a house and i accosted them and i believe they were the same that made the disturbance i asked them to go to their colleges directly and wait on me to-morrow morning at new college their names were taylor of worcester college and dupree of exeter college i received a letter this evening from my sister jane who acquainted me that my poor old servant man william corp dropped down in an epileptic fit may second And expired directly. He was that morning married to his old sweetheart, and this happened in the evening in the street. I am exceedingly sorry for him indeed, and her also. I hope he is everlastingly happy in a better state. Pray God make us all wise to consider our latter end, for death comes upon us, we see, at an hour when we little think upon it, and sometimes very sudden. My sister also acquainted me that poor Dr. Clark is very bad, much worse than he was, as to poor old William Corp, It will be remembered that the diarist had a curious dream about him on christmas Eve see under date december twenty fourth seventeen seventy three May twentieth I got home to Ansford this evening about eight o'clock, and I thank God safe and well to the old house but found none but the maid at home. They were gone to Sister White's. I supped and spent the evening at Mr. White's with him, Sister White, Sister Jane, and Mr. Pounceit. I slept at the old parsonage house once more. N. B. the first time I ever came in one day from Oxford he had started at 5.30 from there to Ansford. I suppose it must be near one hundred miles. The journey all the way by post-chaise cost him, with meals, tips, and turnpikes, the large sum of four pounds, eight shillings. This is a good illustration of the point already made, see pages 71 to 73, for some general observations on prices and the purchasing power of money, of of the far greater expense of traveling in the 18th century as compared with our own day. May 22nd have been very naughty to-day, did not go to either Ansford or Cary Church. Have mercy on me, O Lord, a miserable, vile sinner, and pardon my failings." May twenty-fourth. I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at Parsonage. Mr. Pounsett breakfast, dined, supped, and slept at Parsonage. After breakfast I went down to Ansford Church and married my sister Jane and Mr. Pounsett by license. Pray God send thy blessing upon them both, and may they be long happy in each other. I would not have anything more for marrying them, but Mr. Pounceit gave Mr. Frank Woodford one pound one shilling. Mr. White was father and Sister White only present. Mr. Pounceit gave the clerk, day maybe, ten shillings sixpence. I gave my old maid, Betty Critch, two shillings sixpence paid my boy for oats, shoeing my mare, etc., four shillings. I called at an alehouse in Longacre by Mr. Hooks, and had a pint of beer for which I paid threepence. I dined at Wiley, at the Bull, paid there, four shillings, four and a halfpence. Gave to the hostler there, sixpence. I supped and slept at Everly at the Rose and Crown, about forty-five miles from Ansford, not at all fatigued. So far, I thank God, safe and well for turnpikes to-day paid about sixpence june third i breakfast dined supped and slept again at college master senior breakfast again with me this morning paid for the oxford magazine for may sixpence paid also for jackson's oxford journal for one-quarter begun the twenty-second january seventeen seventy four two shillings sixpence i fancy i paid one-quarter before but am not certain Gave my barber's man this morning sixpence. Gave my bedmaker's boy Jack sixpence. For wine this afternoon in m c r paid sixpence. Received of Swanton this afternoon for an exhibition one pound. Dr. Wall, myself, Oakley, Master Sr., and Mr. Townsend of London, a wine and brandy merchant, brother of James Townsend of this college, who dined with us to-day in hall went this evening in one of Kemp's post-coaches to Abington to see a play there. We put up at Powell's at the Crown and Thistle, where we had coffee and tea, and afterwards we went to the market-house and saw the tragedy of Cato and the padlock for an entertainment. June 5th, I breakfasted, dined, supped, and slept again at college. Lent Masters Senior my mayor, morning to go to his curacy at Gaddington about six miles from Oxon. I went to St. Mary's in the afternoon and heard an indifferent discourse by Cook of Christchurch. For wine this afternoon in M. C. R. paid sixpence. I went to chapel this evening, much company there. I took a walk with Weber after eleven this evening over the university. Holmes went with us. A common strumpet we met with, and if it was not for me, would have been sent to Bridewell it was one o'clock before I got to bed tonight. July fifth. I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at college. Thorpe breakfasted with me this morning. Lent Thorpe one of my proctor's gowns this morning, as he is one of the occasional proctors for this week, this week being our grand gala for this year. There was a sermon this morning at St. Mary's, for the benefit of the infirmary, preached by the Bishop of Litchfield and Coventry, Dr. Worth but i could not conveniently go we dined at two o'clock for wine this afternoon paid one shilling a little after four this afternoon went to the theatre and heard the oratorio of hercules for a ticket paid five shillings there was a good deal of company present the music was very fine a miss davies from the opera house sung most delightfully miss molly lindley sung very well a mr Gonsal gave us a fine solo on the violoncello as did mr fisher on the oat boy miss davies is to have they say sixty guineas mr woodhouse a gent com of university college was very drunk at the theater and cascaded in the middle of the theater mr highway one of the nominal proctors for this week desired him to withdraw very civilly but he was desired by one mr peddle a gent com of st mary's hall not to mind him my seeing highway in that distress I went to them myself, and insisted upon Woodhouse going away immediately from the theatre, and then Peddle behaved very impertinently to me, at which I insisted upon his coming to me to-morrow morning. Mr. Woodhouse, after some little time, retired, but Peddle remained and behaved very impertinently. I therefore intend putting him in the black book. We did not come out of the theatre till near nine. For wine this evening in M. C. R. paid sixpence weber myself and thorpe took a walk between eleven and twelve this evening and returned a little after twelve i met with one mr broom this evening of bracenose college very much in liquor and who talked rather saucily to me but i saw him to his college and desired his company to-morrow morning july seventh i breakfasted dined supped and slept again at college mr broom waited on me this morning with an epistle and i set him one of swift's sermons to translate into latin for the offence he was guilty of there was nothing done this morning at the theatre we dined again at two o'clock to-day for wine this afternoon and the m c r paid sixpence went to the theatre this afternoon and heard a miscellaneous concert performed there paid one shilling for tea at dick's coffee-house between the acts paid eightpence the theatre yesterday and to-day very orderly for books of performance each day paid sixpence after the music took a walk in merton gardens which was exceedingly crowded indeed i spoke to two gentlemen in the garden for wearing green capes to their coats for wine this evening in m c r sixpence july eighth i breakfast dined supped and slept again at new college cook senior and townsend breakfast with me went up into the schools at two o'clock and heard three declamations for my master weber note see pages one fifty eight to one sixty two for an account of the oxford system in the eighteenth century hellier dined in the checker and spent the afternoon with us for wine and fruit this afternoon and evening paid one shilling sixpence went to chapel this evening at five o'clock a quiet day to-day a great deal of company gone Put Mr. Peddle into the black book in these words. Johannes Peddle, Superioris ordinis commensalis, ex aula beate Marie Virginis, quod publici in teatro procuratoris, deputatum in officio exequendo sequendo obstitit, summaque contumatia et contemptu academice autoritatis egeserit ab omni gradu suspendatur donec at plenum satisficiet mensis Iuli septimo millesimo septigentesimo septuagesimo quarto iac woodford proc Tep. mr Broom brought the sermon i sent him july twenty seventh i breakfast dined supped and slept again at college cook senior and master senior breakfast with me i sent a note to mr bowerbank of queen's this morning to desire him to dine with me to-day which he will Dave bull's boy gooby this morning sixpence mr hindley dr thurlow master of the temple dr burrows dr burchenden and mr bowerbank dined and spent the afternoon with me at new college I borrowed the checker-room of the bursars for my company to dine in. We were very merry and pushed the bottle on very briskly. I gave my company for dinner some green pea soup, a chine of mutton, some new college puddings, a goose, some peas, and a codlin tart with cream, Madeira and port wine to drink after, and at dinner some strong beer, cider, ale, and small beer. Dr. West spent part of the afternoon and supped and spent the evening with me. I had a handsome dish of fruit after dinner. At seven o'clock we all went from the checker to my room, where we had coffee and tea. Dr. Burchenden went from us soon after coffee, and did not return again. Mr. Hindley, Dr. Thurlow, Dr. West, Dr. Burroughs, and Mr. Bowerbank supped and stayed with me till after one. Mr. Hindley, Dr. Burroughs, mr bowerbank and myself got to cards after coffee at whist i won one pound sixpence out of which mr hindley owes me five shillings i gave my company only for supper cold mutton after supper i gave them to drink some arak punch with jellies in it and some port wine i made all my company but dr west quite merry we drank eight bottles of port one bottle of madeira besides a rack punch, beer, and cider. I carried off my drinking exceedingly well indeed. August 4th I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at college. Coker, Williams, Jr., Swanton, Townsend, and Cook, Sr., breakfasted with me this morning. Paid my bedmaker, Frank Payne, half a year's waiting on me, due June 24th, 1774, this morning, one pound, five shillings. Dr. Burroughs and Dr. Burchenden called on me this morning, and Dr. Burroughs paid me for Mr. Hindley five shillings sixpence. Gave my barber Jonathan yesterday one shilling, sent to the warden to dine with us, which he promised. The warden dined, supped, and spent the evening with us. Four horses started today, Captain Kelly's bachelor, Captain Bertie's piper, Sir Harry Harper's freedom, and Mr. Rawls Don Joseph i had don joseph in four lotteries and freedom in a lottery of ten people of half a crown each i lost the four first lotteries and won the last as freedom won with ease i lost therefore one pound twelve shillings and won one pound two shillings sixpence so that i lost on the balance nine shillings sixpence i did not go to see the race to-day but stayed at home and played at bowls with jeffreys and I beat him and one of him five shillings. For wine this afternoon in MCR paid two shillings. Coker, Townsend, Dan Williams, Bliss, Dr. Wall, and Weber, and myself made a very late night of it, being very jolly indeed. We sat up till near four in the morning. I fetched three bottles of wine out of my room after twelve o'clock. For wine besides in MCR this evening paid one shilling sixpence. On september sixth he sets out for Ansford for a brief visit. September twenty seventh I breakfast and supped and slept again at Parsonage. Sister Jane, Sister White, and Mr POUNCETT dined at Cole today. I took a ride this morning to Shepton Mallet to see my dear Betsy White, but she and her father are gone to Bristol today, so that I only saw her mother and that after dinner. I dined and spent the afternoon at Mr. Figg's with him, his wife, and old Mrs. Payne, who were all glad to see me, gave Mrs. Figg's maid one shilling, for my mare and hostler at Shepton paid and gave one shilling. I returned in the evening about seven to Parsonage. October 6th I breakfasted and dined at Parsonage. To Mr. Owens, my barber, for shaving and dressing my wigs for me since i have been in the country paid six shillings in the afternoon i set forth for bath to oxford mr ponsett went with me to bath we rode and had the boy with us to carry a portmanteau gave elizabeth critch our servant maid two shillings sixpence gave mary critch alice stacy and priscilla Jefferies this morning three poor neighbors a shilling each three shillings. I left my sister Jane very low indeed. I called at Brother John's as I went to Bath to take my leave of him. Brother Heise was at Jack's. I gave my Brother Heise, going away, one pound, one shilling. Mr. Pounceit gave me a leveret to carry with me. We got to Bath in very good time about seven o'clock. We set off from Ansford about two o'clock. We stopped and slept at the White Lion at Bath. We met Jack Sampson in the bar at the White Lion this evening. He asked us to dine with him tomorrow. Nothing talked of at Bath but the general election as the Parliament was dissolved last week, most places busy in election works, new members to be chosen all over the kingdom in a month. Two turnpikes today paid one shilling. The main issue at these elections was the American issue, whether or not the American colonists should be coerced into obedience in the quarrel which had arisen over taxation. To all intents and purposes, since the Boston Tea riot in December 1773, an uneasy armed truce had existed. Boston Harbor had been closed by act of Parliament, and the charter of Massachusetts had been altered so as to deprive the colonists of a large part of their liberties. This was in 1774, before the general election. The result of the elections was a triumphant majority for the coercion policy of the king, and Lord North a majority of nearly two hundred. This parliamentary triumph was greatly owing to the exertions of the clergy. A little later Wesley also, in his calm address to the American colonists, powerfully supported the government. In the new parliament, Chatham, Shelburne, and Burke fought a hopeless battle and the lexington skirmish in april 1775 made war inevitable note abbey and overton the english church etc volume 2 page 33 lecky's history of england volume 4 page 195 george the life in dnb and wesley's journal volume 4 pages 60 and 61 everyman edition On October seventh, the diarist leaves Bath and takes a post-chaise to Petty France. I went from Petty France to the Duke of Beaufort's at Badminton to call on Dr. Penny, as I had a letter from his brother to him, but he was not at the Duke's. However, I met him in the Duke's Park, returning from his living. He desired me to return to the Duke's to dinner, but I did not like it as all the family is there i got to tedbury about four o'clock where i dined supped and slept at the white hart a very good inn i had the leveret for dinner at tedbury next day october eighth he reached oxford october thirteenth i breakfast dined and slept again at college coker master senior and Grantham breakfast with me this morning upon cocoa very low to-day having a great purging upon me I went to chapel this evening at five o'clock, had a letter from Brother Hyes to let me know that our brother John was married to Miss Clark of Evercreech Monday last. Pray God they may be happy. At backgammon this evening, with bliss, won five shillings. I took some rhubarb this evening, about ten, and went to bed. October fifteenth. I caught a remarkable large spider in my wash-place this morning, and put him in a small glass decanter and fed him with some bread and intend keeping him november fifth i breakfast dined and slept again at college master senior and cook breakfast with me paid miss hall my sempstress this morning one pound three shillings for wine this afternoon in m c r paid sixpence for tobacco in m c r at divers times paid sixpence i went to prayers this evening at five o'clock in our chapel there was a sermon preached in our chapel by mr crow this evening being the fifth of november the sermon was immediately before the anthem the warden received an account of the death of dr ridley rector of one of our livings in norfolk by name weston longville worth it is said three hundred pounds per annum i went to bed at ten o'clock to-night this is the first reference to the Norfolk parish in which he was to spend twenty-seven years of his life, from 1776 to his death in 1803. November 8th. Dr. Blackstone dined with the bursar, spent the afternoon in M. C. R., supped and spent the evening with me in the checker. Under November 9th, he notes, he kept me up late last night. Note By dr Blackstone the diarist presumably means the great dr Blackstone, Sir William seventeen twenty three to seventeen eighty, who was venerian professor of law at Oxford from seventeen fifty eight to seventeen sixty six. He may, however, be referring in this later reference to the son who was also venerian professor. It is said that the great dr Blackstone wrote his world-famous commentaries with a bottle of port always beside him, to refresh his flagging energies. C. D. N. B. December 6th. Master Senior publicly declared this afternoon in MCR his intention of not taking the living of Weston. I therefore immediately being the next Senior in orders, canvassed the Senior Common Room, and then went with Master into the Junior Common Room and canvassed that. The Junior Common Room pretty full. December 15th we had a meeting of the whole house in the hall at twelve o'clock to present a person to the living of weston longville and to seal the remaining leases the former came on first hook and myself were the two candidates proposed many learned and warm arguments started and disputed and after two hours debate the house divided and it was put to the vote when there appeared for me twenty-one votes for mr hook fifteen only on which I was declared and presented with the presentation of the rectory. The chief speakers for me were the warden, Mr. Holmes, Mr. Webber, Mr. Gauntlet, and Dr. Wall. The chief speakers for Mr. Hook were Mr. Caldecott, Mr. Coker, Sr., Mr. Adams, Mr. Thorpe, and Mr. Milton. The latter talked nothing but nonsense. The members present were as underwritten, Note that the diarist very sensibly votes for himself. For Mr. Woodford, the Warden, Master Sr., Weber, Woodford, Lucas, Bathurst Sr., Oglander, Cook, Gauntlet, Wall, Townsend, Bliss, Holmes, Oakley, Williams Jr., Cummins Sr., Cooth, Bragg, Loth, Cummins Jr., Busby, Number 21. For mr hook Caldecott, Milton, Thorpe, Adams, Swanton, King, Coker Sr., Eaton, Trotman, Grattan, sandford Bingham, Bathurst Jr., Aubrey, Coker Jr. numbers fifteen. I treated the senior comroom room with wine and fruit in the afternoon and in the evening with aric punch and wine. I treated the junior com-room with one dozen of wine afternoon and in the evening with Eric, punch and wine i gave the chaplains half a dozen of wine the clerks two bottles and the steward one bottle i smoked a pipe in the afternoon with coker's father a little after eleven o'clock this evening i went down into the junior common room attended with master senior cook adams townsend and holmes to thank them for the favor conferred on me we stayed there till after twelve and returned then to the senior common room and stayed till near four o'clock we were exceeding merry in the junior common room and had many good songs sung by swanton williams jr and white and also a very droll one by busby which occasioned great laughter the junior common room was exceeding full and so was the senior both after dinner and supper hook dined with us bursars, and spent the afternoon in m c r in the evening, he and Milton set off in a post-chaise for Wallingford End of section sixteen seventeen seventy four